So I've been playing, I have a Game Boy, like the original Game Boy. I'm holding it up. You can see it right now. Yeah, I see uh, it. I've talked about before on the show, and I've started playing it again a lot recently. What games? Tetris. Tetris. And just Tetris. Deadass. Tetris, deadass. You ever it, play Tetris 99? I did on the Switch. It was it was okay, but like just something about playing Tetris on the, the ori- on the original Game Boy, and and every Game Boy was shipped with a copy of Tetris. It was like the it was the the at, you know additional game you'd get with the console. Really, I didn't know that. Kind of like Wii Sports, cool. and I, there wasn't really any for the Switch, but yeah, I've just been and it, it, I play it to the point where like my thumb starts to hurt. In the button and my and the D pad and holy man yeah I told you I've been playing a lot of Tetris. Also, the battery life I, I have these these Energizer Max batteries in it because this, this device does take four AAA battery or yeah four AA batteries. Yeah, I remember those things. And it's it's I I'd say it's gone through maybe five hours of playtime. I'm wondering what at what point it will die. But no, I'm ordering a new screen for it because the screen on mine's all scratched up, or a lens. It's not the actual screen, uh, but the plastic lens is really scratched up. So I ordered a new one, and I'm going to replace it. And when I do that, then I'm going to start playing Pokemon Blue because I want to. I want to play it with. I want to play it with a, a fresh screen and a nice, a nice crispy, clear Game Boy screen. Dang. Okay. So. Okay. Crispy clear. Crispy clear. So I'm gonna wait. To the re- classics. I'm gonna wait to replace this the, the lens and then I'll then I'll play some other games. Tetris though, I'm okay with playing it with a scratched up. Man, screen. I was thinking about playing fucking Pokemon today. The, I think there every single day of my life, just maybe if it's the slightest, smallest thought, but somewhere in my brain it's like, dude, you should probably play Pokemon. Just kind of like refresher. Yeah, yeah. I mean I'm I'm excited because like played yellow on my d 3ds i had i bought the eShop version and i played yellow on uh, the 3ds and i mean it's a lot it's a fun game so i mean yeah it is fun the simplicity of it mm-hmm. the complex simplicity of it i it is nice i also because i have the snes and nes classic mm-hmm. and i got those both maybe it's it's been two years <laughs> since i got both of those consoles i know the nes mm-hmm. classic came out in like 2017 and the snes came out in 2018 so i got them both over two years ago and i brought them back out for the first time i haven't played them really at all and i started playing donkey kong country with meg because that was oh that's that, a classic yeah, yeah yeah and that was a game i remember meg and i would play at our at your aunt taffy's house she had an Bro, snes that's what- and we would That's play what Dylan and I played. Yeah, we would play Donkey Kong Country on the SNES. And That's so wild, it's dude. been fun. We've been playing that again. I started playing Super Mario World on on the SNES. I got my dad to play some Donkey Kong on the NES Classic. Dang. Like it, it, I mean, it's Nintendo just has a bunch of fun, just fun games. We um, yeah. So it has family games. They're family games too. Yeah, like me and my sister can can play them and both enjoy it. It's 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 a rare thing to find, I think, and Nintendo does a good job at that. But anyway, I agree. Anyway, good job, Nintendo. Good job, Nintendo. Get pat yourself on the back. Good job, Reggie. Um, Reggie, well done. Well done. Anyway, we got a we got a great show for you, listening today. 
So why don't great we, show? Why don't great we show just, planned. Great show planned. It's planned out. We know everything that we're talking about. It's all planned out. Everything that's gonna happen. We we know it's it down, all there down to the the words that we're gonna the, say. Yeah, we we even know how we would transcribe it. Like yeah. how would we dot the eyes? It it's all it's all prepared. Mm-hmm. And we're just gonna we're gonna get into it after this this little tune by Kudo. So why don't we start off with that Reddit, the good old, the good old Reddit question. This one's asked by mm-hmm. user Tree Whale Fall. Three words. All, okay. All combined into one, one big word. And their question is, what is a vehicle in the zombie apocalypse that is overlooked? So, hmm. so like, for example, whenever I think of zombie apocalypse, the first vehicle I, I would want would be a Hummer. Big, okay. big car, fast, strong. But what, mm-hmm. what vehicles are overlooked, Connor? What, what vehicle would you be like? I wouldn't. I don't think that would be useful in the zombie apocalypse, but maybe it is. Well, hmm. I think a tractor might be really good, like a mm. big ass tractor. Big tractor. Big With, tractor. You can get the blades on the front, get them going. The one that take up the entire country road, and that you only see on country roads. Yeah, 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 and whenever you see them, you're like, "Oh crap!" I either have to sit here and wait until they turn, or, or if you're coming, if you're coming at them, it's like, uh, "I do, not, I need a guy." <laughs> yeah, because um, I feel like those big ass blades, it, it could help. I think, and you could fertilize your c- crops, for fertilize exactly. the field. For it, it's a two in one deal right there. It is a two in one. The but then maybe zombie cells might get in your corn, and then you'll become a zombie. Not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure how that would work. You'd have to test it out on, on like you would have to test it on out on the animals or something. Do you have any? Do you have any peculiar ones, Paul? So the one I actually saw this one. This was a response I saw, and it was a uh, oiled up Volkswagen Beetle. They can't even you grab mean... it. They can't even grab the car. How are they going to get in? Oh, okay. You okay. Know? So you just have to make it really sloppy with really slippery like, oil. I mean, the the Beetles are like... very rounded off anyway. So it would What's be, that one? It'd be hard to like. Low hand movie. Uh, Herbie. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like having Herbie, just you know, a, a slippery Herbie. Slip, slippery Herbie. Yeah, you can't grab the car because there's no real defined edges. Yeah. So you can just drive through them easy. Pe- unless you get them under the car, then you're in a problem. They might get stuck somewhere. What about you know those giant, you know the. The beetle made me think of this. You know those giant balls that people play in, like the hamster balls. Oh yeah, that people actually actually go into the big. They go thing. inside, and they. I run mean, around. like that would yeah. be a that'd be a vehicle in some sense. So, as if you could get that, if you could get that to be, I don't know, like bulletproof. <laughs> bulletproof. I mean, that'd be interesting for sure. A and bulletproof you could, like, hamster have, ball. You could have like food in there. I mean, the food would kind of continuously swirl around with you but well have you have you watched steven universe i've seen yeah 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 yeah. it's been a while but i have one of one of steven's powers is a bubble shield 
and he can like create a hamster ball around himself. And he even floats through space in that thing. <laughs> Is that what we're trying to do? Just go to space. We're going. We're, yeah, I'm taking a new spin on the question. What's an unlikely vehicle in space? Yeah. <laughs> what vehicle would you take to space other than a rocket ship? I don't know, a hamster ball. I feel like hamster ball would be good. I feel like that's the only only answer. Or you just like get that one of those lawnmower. I, just, <laughs> yeah. you know, I don't know why a lawnmower feels like you know those zero turn lawnmowers. The zero turns can, you can you do. Could, they you could, could deck do, those up. Yeah, those could do some work. Um, it's some. You know like what about what about the uh, now for this for this vehicle you would have to be in a specific area continuously, mm. right? It's one of those water jet packs where have you seen those? The people are on the water jet packs and they go into the water, but there's a hose connecting them into the water so they have a water source. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen those. So you could fly around, but you'd kind of be stuck in like one pond or something. Well, that kind of seems like it'd be. Be a little tough. I guess you just have to really deck out the pond. <laughs> the pond. It might be one of the, you know, the I forget which episode of Game of Thrones, but when all the the ice walkers are surrounding the, the oh, crew yeah. on the other side of the wall, it'd be like that. Yeah. And you'd have to find it would you be. know just dragon. Just have a dragon. Send, yeah, send a crow to the dragons. Yes. We'll just we'll just use a dragon in the apocalypse. That would solve. Crows are really smart, actually. Crows are smart. Like I've they seen can, videos like, of how they, yeah, how they open stuff and they're geniuses or how they'll like throw certain nuts that they can't crack onto the road. So the cars run over them and crack them for them. Dang. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the thing is um, whenever birds. we, whenever we try to uh, define humans. Okay. We, okay. we look, we look to like when, when humans actually became humans in the yeah, evolutionary yeah, yeah. train. In the evolutionary scale, and the thing is, using tools is not a distinguishing characteristic of humans. Yeah, I mean, like it is crows. We just gave an example yeah. of that, and like elephants, I know crows. definitely use. Chimpanzees use oh. uh, strains of grass to dip into ant hills, and then the ants will be on it, and then they just like That's slurp genius. them off of it. That's genius. Yeah, it yeah. is. Um, but the distinguishing characteristic would be art. That's true. So the earliest, so like, it's like they look for like artifacts. Um, like they're like they'll find like a like a carving in Africa of like this, uh, or like cave paintings are the classic ones that you always hear of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like yeah, like art in some way because yeah. you can't you can't really like see if you know a quarter million years ago if they were singing or not, but like. I would say that's something. Like sing just to sing. Like different, yeah. Something. Sing to sing, not to, you know, get laid. Yeah. Like birds. Yeah. Birds, <laughs> you know, they just... They're just horny. That's why they yeah. sound so pretty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I guess you could argue that's why humans sing too, but not, not at all. <laughs> I don't think it's it's solely for that reason, though. Truth. So you said but you got... it was an interesting conversation. It is interesting. Yeah, yeah. what's up? So you, you said you got something for you. You said you got the great from from what I said. The message you sent me. You said this is the greatest topic we're ever going to have on the show. As what that is yeah. what I said. That is exactly I, it. You sent it at um 
right you know right before we started mm -hmm. you said hey i said don't worry don't worry i got this yeah, yeah, sit yeah. back relax on your swivel chair <laughs> maybe do a couple turns because it don't matter if you get dizzy i got it yeah yeah, yeah. uh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so here's here's the thing I, I went to a poetry reading last night and it's online of course so it's like i guess i went to it but i didn't go to it mm -hmm. anyway <laughs> you attended anyway i i attended a poetry webinar and uh, it was just a bunch of reading from different poets and it was um actually native so it was uh indigenous peoples native americans oh really That's um cool. and it's interesting the lexicon that is built around like defining those people like for example like um indian has always been like kind of controversial because it's like oh but they're not from india but also like they've kind of reclaimed that but still i'm not sure exactly where to uh Usually what I've, what I go for is native. It's like, talking native, about I think native is a good term. So yes, these are native poets and, and they, one of the poets in their poem, they said, uh, I'm trying to remember, I'm trying to remember exactly what I had here. I have, I have my notebook. I wrote it down because I thought it was a really good quote. Yeah, that's what it you do. From, it's from the quote. Here, I'll even cite the source. I got this. Oh, wow. It's from Gwen Westerman. Um, okay. She's a poet, and she was talking in the, the quote from her poem, and I didn't know which poem because I was reading. She was reading it, so I didn't have like a, a physical copy. But anyway, the line was, they knew themselves from stories. Ooh. So it's kind of like the idea behind that that I got from it is – it's like rather than like learning others, learning about what other people have done, mm -hmm. but like learning about like yourself, learning things that like you knew about yourself or that you learned about yourself through other stories. So, yeah. And the question I posed this question. There's a Q and A, and I posed this question to uh, Gwen, and she wrote it about like, um, no. Well, she wrote the poem. Okay. Okay. And there was a Q&A for the webinar, and I posed this question. I'm trying to remember how I worded it exactly, but it was kind of like, you know, this is this is the quote that you said, and I'm curious about what stories have impacted you in this way, have, like, revealed themselves to, like, strengthen your understanding in yourself and, and of others. Mm -hmm. And, uh, like, how has that impact changed you? So my question for you, Paul, is what is a story? Okay that you feel that like you knew yourself because of the story you it's not that like you understood another person it's that like you learned something about yourself in the story okay okay i gotta, I gotta... you can be as specific or an or an as big as or as, as ambiguous as you want yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i gotta think so this is a thinking question it is a thinking it's, question. it's definitely a thinking question i gotta i gotta i'm i'm looking at you see me moving my head back and forth. I'm looking at the books I have right now to see. <laughs> like, oh, okay, how can I relate to the different characters? So books. That's books, that's how like, I... We could just talk about genres even, like books, poetry. Yeah, that's, that's kind movies. of where I go to when I think of, of different stories. It's just like, what mm -hmm. books can I... But I guess also you could relate to movies or, or mm -hmm. shows or really really anything in that matter oral stories yeah even. yeah just like, stories told like stories one of my favorite stories growing up were like my dad 
would be telling stories about like things that he's done. Oh yeah. I, you know, listening to my dad or grandma, whenever she would tell uh -huh. stories, like I, I love hearing those. Mm -hmm. And like, because there is something that is like unlocked yeah, by and, your own understanding of yourself. And now that, stories. now that I brought, you brought that up when I think of like when grandma would talk about our grandpa, mm -hmm. I find myself kind of in, in tiny ways relating to different interests he had, you know, she said he was always buying the newest technology and, and was super interested in that. And, you know, I'm, I'm always kind of interested in, in what's going on and all the, all the new stuff. And she always said like, he was more creative. And I mean, look at us, we're making a podcast. That's, that's, that's pretty creative. So that, I guess that's, that's, that's one person I've kind of through what she said about him. I'm like, Oh, okay. I, mm -hmm. I see some relations there. Uh, now you got me. See, I, I said books, and then I said movies, then TV shows. So now I'm trying to cycle through all of it <laughs> at the same time. It's it's yeah. I had a friend ask me once, like, "What's the book that is most you? Like that describes you the best?" I was like, "What the crap? Yeah, because you, you're, like, you're like such a hard question. It's like, um, how about I write my own book? That'll be my answer. Be, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll write my own book. That'll be that'll but, be, you know, the book's about me. But." It's it's cool, um, and you know I don't want to put words in um, this poet's mouth for Gwen, but like two interesting things that she said were, like she, the kind of root at what she was getting at was like that cellular memory, so like the it's like inscribed in your DNA, mm -hmm. so it's like you know you you made up a good point bringing up Grandpa on that because there there is like a um, there is a a connection that we have with our roots with like our heritage that i think is inescapable that, because that like literally tree. it's like it's like almost like a reincarnation with the next generation in a way yeah, yeah. um or like that harry potter <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or it's like as like generic as it is and you know this is just like really it's in like our generation's conscience is like at the end of the third book whenever uh harry casts his own own patronus and he's like oh that was my dad but like nah it was you harry yeah but like yeah. it was his dad in a sense because like his dad lives on in him sorry my roommates are getting a little loud i don't know if you can hear them in the background no, it's all right. it's uh okay. <laughs> anyway uh so the uh the like that that like identification through like genetics i think was really really impactful for me. And then the other thing that she said was um, the land. Oh, okay. And learning stories from like your surroundings, your environment. Mm -hmm. hmm. And here, here's That's... a thought. Okay. So, so I don't know. Think about like the stories that the stars tell or the stories that the cicadas tell, the stories that cats tell whenever they meow at you. Whenever, um, whenever you hear a coyote howl, or whenever you hear uh, the frogs hiccup in the in the uh, ocean, not in the ocean, in the ponds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you know, the it's crickets, really easy for me to relate. Chirping. Relate with like this this land in you know the land that now is called America, and before what was it called? I'm not sure. Was it, it is... called anything? Well, before people, who knows? Yeah. There were people here before we were, though. That is true. That is true. <laughs> yes. 
And I think we forget that. That is true. Yeah, people like, kind of... Like, and you can see that in names, like Tuscarawas. That is a native word. Yeah. And I'm not, I don't even remember what it means. That's, that's like, <laughs> kind of... It's embarrassing, really. Uh, oh, I'm spelling it wrong. You're looking right. it up? I am actually looking it up. Uh, it is believed to be a Delaware word meaning old town or open mouth. Hmm. We do have a river. We do have a river. That's why it's called the Tuscarawas River. It is, it is river. the Tuscarawas River. There we go. Wow, look at that. Or even broader than that, like Ohio. But like so many states are freaking like native. They're oh, yeah. just native words. Just native meanings for sure. And we don't realize that. Yeah, that's totally. really. I mean, yeah, the, the what do you the, have to say about the land? I mean, I I think it is really neat when you think about how far back that history goes. Where you know you talked about like for example the Tuscarawas River. It's been there for I don't I don't know how long, but it's been there for quite some time. And I drive past it every day on the way to work, and I hear it. You know, sometimes when I'm outside. And and you kind of think back. Okay, going back to grandpa, or, or my grandpa heard that river. My mm -hmm. great great grandma heard that river, mm -hmm. right? So it's it's cool how you can find some things that just kind of extend past your lifetime, and you know it's going to go past it as well. So I know that's I'd assume that river is going to be there once I die, mm -hmm. and it, it's yeah, just finding. Like things like that, and and that continue on throughout, or like the or the crickets chirping, you know those of or, or the cicadas, they're going to be back in well now seventeen seven, years, well, yeah, seventeen years. But they, every seventeen years they come. Yeah, that's that's something that I think super is interesting, especially the cicadas. You know, the seventeen years it's just so it it's really like when those come back around. I, I, when did those come the first time? 2015, 2016? when they pop up. I mean, it wasn't the first time. It was well, the first yeah. time in our working memory. Yeah, and uh, that we remember. And then the next time we're going to be, you know, late 20s, early 30s when they come mm -hmm. around again. So I think it's cool finding those kind of repeated things throughout just the landscapes. That it, they're in your life and they're in everyone else's. Mm -hmm. like that's not something just unique to you in a way. But they can be. You know, if you right. if you dive into it a little more, mm -hmm. so I guess that's that's something I I gotta say. Mm. Also, I do not know if I'll be able to to pull off a, a name of a show or movie off the top of my head, or right? A book. It's because it's it's it's, it's super difficult. I know there are like I know there's been a book where I read it or a show that I watch or a movie, and at a certain part I go, oh. I, you know, I kind of see where I, I, that's, that's what I would do or, right. You know, it's that, like you, that's you very like familiar. Yeah. That's eerily familiar to what I would yeah. do. Or, it, like I've definitely had those, those moments for sure. It just, it is hard to think of one in the moment, I guess. Mm -hmm. For sure it is. But yeah. Oh, it, what, what are some of your favorite like creators? Creators? Just creators. Artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'll start off with I guess directors. One of my favorite directors is is Christopher Nolan. I think 
Christopher uh, He did like Interstellar, Inception, mm -hmm. very like mm -hmm. crazy ideas. He, he definitely dives into just crazy ideas for, for his movies. Mm -hmm. I, I really, I really respect him as an artist. I, I think he makes some really cool stuff. Um, I, and we also, I guess we forgot to mention music as well mm -hmm. in terms yeah. of, you know, finding, I, I guess that that's probably where it happens the most is through music where I listen to his song and I'm like, that's me right now. And I, mm -hmm. I think music is probably the most common way for people to connect with directly themselves, like hearing a song and they're, they, they come to the realization that that song's, it, it fits perfectly for them. Right. Uh, you know, you'll commonly have like at weddings, maybe someone will have that song that's about them played or, but yeah, mm -hmm. I think, I think in music that definitely happens a lot. Uh, see, now I'm trying to think of music, different, different, different songs. I think that could be easier if I, if I looked into it to find a song that relates to me. But, yeah i always have you ever done this it's like people ask you what kind of artists you listen to or what kind of music you're like you're like oh crap where's my phone i need to pull up spotify i need like, to go to spotify <laughs> and see what i have yeah 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 i totally feel that like thing. i i want to i want to look at what songs i got what songs i got downloaded mm -hmm. and i mean the the one artist i always like there there's a couple artists that when i listen to them and I, i've talked about this before too but it, it takes me to like a different level I don't know if it's because maybe I'm relating to it or or what. Maybe it's the composition, the wording. But there's a couple artists where when I listen to them, sometimes that like I just feel like I'm in a different space. Right. Uh, obviously, I, I always bring up "Demon Days" by Gorillaz. Kind of listening through that album is a whole experience. You know, I'll put on my headphones and listen to that every now and then. Mm -hmm. uh, another just artist, Coldplay, usually. Usually when I listen to Coldplay music, it's like, oh wow, you know, <laughs> Coldplay music just so so fun and and they have some some really interesting cool songs. I I think. Do you listen to Drake? Drake, yeah, I listen to Drake. So so Drake and I've talked about Drake. I I think I might talk about Drake a little too much oh, <laughs> because right. like you know, Jake Drake he's pretty generic. He's a generic artist. I would say so. And, yeah. And his his lyrics are very generic. And this is specifically just to talk about his lyrics is that they are relatable in such a sense that they can almost pin back, pinpoint exactly how you're feeling. Yeah. Or like, at least how I'm feeling. Because yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, like you're talking, it, it feels like, and I'm trying to think of like one of his quotes that, like kind of just like whoa like why does that feel so spot on to what i'm seeing right now but i, I would just recommend like listening to like drake it, it, like a drake album it's yeah like, his, his music another another artist that comes to mind is paramore some of their songs i'm like oh i relate to that you know like they're they have they have some pretty pretty interesting songs oh, i'm almost embarrassed by how much i relate to drake like it <laughs> embarrasses me connor you are drake <laughs> No, 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 no. You are Drake, Donald. You are Drake. <laughs> no. But I do like Drake. He's not like my favorite. Oh, yeah. Artist, he's, I, I, I enjoy listening to him. But he's definitely like, I just need to vibe while I'm making eggs in the morning. I'm just going to put on Drake. Put on, put on Drake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't had coffee yet, so let's let's listen to Drake. <laughs> <laughs> let's just listen to Drake. Give my brain something to just work with. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I get that. There's definitely those artists where you just put them on to put them on. Mm-hmm. My uh, something whenever we would get ready for dinner or or anything like that, uh, we have an Alexa in our kitchen, and usually I would say eighty percent of the time that my parents or really 80% of the time that Alexa's playing music, it's music by John Mayer. They'll just, <laughs> they'll just say, Alexa, play John Mayer music. And I'll, and I'll play John Mayer music. And yeah, I think John Mayer music is a very, you know, you don't need a, you can just have it play in the background. And that's like, it's a mm-hmm. very, you don't need to focus too much when you hear that kind of music. Now the music, when you do listen to it, and I think that it does go uh, play in part for Drake too. When you do like actually seriously listen to it, you do find like connections, like you said, with the Drake music or with the John Mayer music, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I was in my poetry, like I'm in a poetry class right now. Actually, it just ended. I'm like at the end of my quarter, by the way. Yeah, I'm getting there too. You. I'm getting, I'm I don't know about there. you. I'm like half a week left. So oh, it's like, what? oh man, like what? I got a lot of stuff to do by the 24th. Um, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, it's a little stressful. It, uh, yeah, it's that... more like for learning than it is stressful. Mm-hmm. But where was I? So poetry class. Someone said something like, "Oh, did you intend to do that? Like, intend to say say that?" And it's like, "Hey, you know what? If you if you are crediting me for intelligence that I did not know I have, <laughs> I'm all for it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I <laughs> totally, will take that. Totally do that." <laughs> Oh yeah, I will ta- yeah. yeah, I will take to be the foster of those ideas. I would like, be responsible. Really, I don't know, I just, just kind of wrote. Yeah, yeah. I I definitely, whenever talking amongst friends, and sometimes I'll sort of start saying something, and to me, I'm just kind of oh, you know, going on and on talking about whatever, and then they'll be like, "That was really like deep," or "That was." way too smart for you and i'm like hey (laughs) hey now hey dude just randomly saying deep stuff yeah saying like randomly saying smart or deep stuff it's always like ah nice i do got it in me yeah that happened to me once i actually have a story of that um we were maybe i've told you this story maybe i have i I, I don't know maybe you gotta tell you gotta tell me at first connor okay so it was at disney and it was backstage at disney Okay. And it was like, I was at um, Thoughtful Spot, so I was I was doing a Tigger shift. And Tigger, let's see, everyone who's in that break room is Tigger, Pooh Bear, because they meet together, obviously. So mm-hmm. it's Tigger and Pooh. And then it is um, Meredith from Brave. Okay. Uh, Tinkerbell, I think. No, 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 not Tinkerbell. Alice in Wonderland. Okay. And then, like, Peter Pan might come in, but I don't think Peter Pan's a usual. Like, I don't know. I don't understand the schedules when it comes to Peter Pan. It's it's <laughs> weird. But the consistent ones, the ones that are always there are the Tiggers, the Pooh Bears, and the Merediths. So okay. that's, that's, like, the people you normally see. And my Pooh Bear, <laughs> like, she was my partner for the day. Um, and she's from California. So okay. she grew up going to Disneyland, not Disney World. I yeah, worked two, at Disney two World. Different, two different spots. So we're in Florida. And, and one of the ever-famous things, uh, one of the popular uh, items 
at Disney is the Dole Whip. Have you had one of these before, Paul? I'm going to look them up. I don't, I actually don't think I have. It's pretty much just like a pineapple root beer float. Just like without root beer, it's pineapple juice. Okay. I'm, I see it. But I think I, if I I'm not, remembering I, I correctly. Not this. And here's the thing. I don't like Dole Whips. So they're talking about Dole Whips and I'm okay. like, oh my gosh, I do not like these things. And then my Pooh Bear, gosh, what was her name? I think it was Elise. Uh, sorry, for, sorry for the shout out. I don't know. I don't remember your last name. Sorry so. for the shout still, out. Still, still, still the, uh, still, still the thing is like she was saying, because she's from California. Oh, I think that the dual whips taste better in California. And I said like just straight off the back, I was like, yeah, everything tastes better in the past. And everyone was like, whoa, they're like. Dude, that was really deep. And I was like, wait that's a second, a, was it? That's a joke I would make. <laughs> but like, it's, I don't know, like, like right? Like, everything tastes better in the I past. mean, that is a, yeah, that, like, you were saying it as a joke, but then it was interpreted as this deep philosophical statement. Exactly, exactly. And the thing is, I kind of get it, because my vibe in the break room Oh, was, I get it, too. I'd be like, I'd be on my notebook, and I'd just be, like, writing the whole time. You're like, what's he writing over there? It has to be next level. I, I always had a book, either a book or a journal, and I'd be writing or reading. Yeah. And, like, I just kind of, like, look up from my journal, and I was like, not nah, everything tastes better in the past. And everyone's like, what the <laughs> heck is this guy? They're like, holy crap. But yeah, that's my story. Yeah, I think have it's... you heard that one? No, I haven't. Have I, I think ah. it I think it is funny though, you bring up the, the past statement. Because I don't think we've ever stated this on the show. So myself and my friend Ripley, we just call him Ripley. That's what we'll refer to him as in the show. I know Ripley. Connor knows Ripley. Uh <laughs> we always make jokes about Connor living in the past because he's in Chicago. You mean Ripley? What? Oh, oh, me, me, me. Yeah, you. sorry, sorry. Yes, yes. Me, because I live in the past. Ripley and I always make jokes about Connor living in the past because he lives in Chicago, which is one hour behind. And, oh, they're so funny. Like, like something something will happen, like an announcement will come out, and, and, you know, we would say, oh, Connor's got... breaking news. Yeah, breaking news, this happens. We're like, oh, Connor, you got to wait an hour for this to happen. Be ready, (laughs) or something like that. Like, yeah, in an hour, this happens. It's like, oh, interesting. <laughs> Look out, Connor. <laughs> interesting. But it's 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 really funny stuff. Um, Man, just wait. A friend of mine's about to move to Japan. Like, they're doing an, like a... <laughs> Dude, your face, you're like, what? You're like, uh, is it me, hopefully? Like, <laughs> Am I, can I go? <laughs> Japan, let's see. Tokyo. Oh. See, there... Tokyo they're story. actually they're so far back in the past they're in the future uh they're ahead 14 hours connor exactly yeah so they're because... actually in the future by 14 hours yeah exactly right so the news there must happen like mega mega fast happen, happen oh like, man dang they get cutting edge they get they get edge. they get the news a day ahead of us mm-hmm. that's crazy yeah so I'm, I'm really interested to like get updates from my friend I um, they're going to Tokyo. My my uh, Paul John and his parents. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I, I I would talk to Paul John while he was in China, and I would also talk to his parents on occasion. But they uh, they live in uh, Hangzhou, <laughs> Hangzhou, which is mm-hmm. <coughs> oh I'm coughing, which is twelve hours ahead. And it was it was always interesting to like schedule or like times to talk. So mm-hmm. it'd be like eight p.m. 
and or it'd be like yeah 8 p.m and i'd text paul john like something stupid hey what's what's you doing whatever it would be and he'd begin it at 8 Mm a.m or i would i would sometimes face or or what would be the equivalent to facetiming him at like 9 9 p.m for me which would be 9 a.m for him and he was never awake that early so he would (laughs) he would answer be laying in his bed and he would just answer like what and it'd be like, oh, buddy, you still you still sleeping? Oh, come on, buddy. Yeah, I would just mess around with them. And what time do you wake up in the morning, Paul? I try to get up at eight thirty. Eight thirty. I've been waking up at seven. I today I got up at seven ish. Yeah, but that's because I, I went see. to bed really early too. So I usually don't. What's go to early? Bed. I gotta check. You're making me making me check. <laughs> You have a sleep schedule. Oh yeah, you actually do. You freaking wear an Apple Watch. <laughs> I went to bed at nine forty one. Okay, yeah, it was pretty early. That's very early for me. It's very early because usually. So I... you slept like ten hours last night. Yeah, it was a long, it's a long sleep because usually I go to bed at like at least midnight, midnight or later. Hmm. And I didn't. So. Wow! Oh, look at that. I always, Uh-oh. I always try to get like seven and a half hours of sleep. Seven. That's and the a half. that's the recommended, right, for people. My yeah, age. I think so. Yeah, I try, I try to stay on on that schedule. So average, average. All right, let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> Segways, boom! <laughs> Slap you in the face, punch you, deck you, bloody nose, ba bam. I woke up with a bloody nose today. We got dry air here, man. Ooh, use a humidifier. Yeah. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. That's what I'm here for. I'm here for the good ideas. Christmas list. Humidifier. Yeah. Humidifier. <laughs> I have one. Not in my room right now, but I've used it. Yeah, it's like good. Like if you're sick. Yeah, that's when I used it. <laughs> when I was sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they, def- they definitely help. They help with the the the, the snot bubbles in your nose. Okay, uh, so let's pop one of those bubbles and in, into a "Would you rather" question. Yeah, let's just get onto it. So, remember last week I said there were two options for the "Would you rather." Yeah, let's do the other one. Now there's only one option, and this is this is the other one that we didn't get to do. Okay. <laughs> okay. Would you rather be a? And I want you to really listen to my to, to this one. Okay. Would you rather okay. be a strawberry? With human thoughts, or a human with strawberry thoughts? Bro, you asking me if I'm gonna be a himbo, <laughs> but like worse, a strawberry bow? Strawberry. Have you thought. seen that? Like himbos? Are you familiar with himbos? Yeah, I think we've talked about this before. Maybe not on the show, but I think you brought it up because we Bo talked Lynn. about because we talked about Chris Hemsworth being one in um. Oh, yeah. And that, oh, what was it? Okay, I could I've... see him being a himbo. That was in the 100th episode, Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, we just talked about it. <laughs> so, yeah. Or but like you got to be more from... specific. It's strawberry thoughts. So what? I know, that's even worse. What do strawberries even think about, Connor? You got to start uh... there. Dude, I don't think strawberries, they don't have neurons. <laughs> <laughs> like does a hand you think? could you th- here's what here's my here's my answer i would be the strawberry with human thoughts 
because think about this. I am just a super smart strawberry. I'm smarter than all the other strawberries. So I'm on the top of the pyramid in the terms of like strawberry sure. intelligence. Do you have, can you communicate with other strawberries? I would assume so, right? You're what do you talk about? Strawberry thoughts, dude. <laughs> what, what's like strawberry drama like? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, did you see that strawberry last week? Oh, man. The he, seeds he, on that. He, on that he, oh, man. Did you see how many seeds he had? But also. That is crazy. Strawberry seeds on the outside. I would be such an intelligent strawberry that it would be. It, it would have to come to the point where scientists realize that I'm a super smart strawberry and they develop some type of machine where I can talk to the human world as a strawberry and think about the influence I could have the world's first talking strawberry that would be badass like everybody would listen to what I have to say too because I'm just a talking strawberry you'd be like freaking cyborg like strawberry give me a twitter account I would be the talking strawberry and <sighs> millions of followers you know that Oh my god! Right? Like, 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 what would you even talk about? Like, <laughs> talk about anything. I can like talk what about issues. What issues would be most important to a strawberry? Uh, air air pollution, probably. Air pollution, guys. We gotta lock down. So it would be all air pollution jokes. No, no, not all. Because you got it's 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 you know human thoughts. So you just think about random stuff too, right? So I could be like, okay. yo guys, did you just see that presidential debate? That could be that could be a tweet. How long could a strawberry like how long does a strawberry have? You you only got so much time as a strawberry. Is someone gonna freeze you? I I feel like this strawberry would get like special long longevity. And then what if you got eaten? Well that's the thing. If you're super smart strawberry. You, I, I would assume you wouldn't get eaten if you're the smart strawberry. I disagree. I think you'd be a helpless... You know when people say... Okay, so let's look at the inverse of this. Whenever whenever they say that you're like a potato, you're like a human, yeah, you become yeah, like yeah. a potato, that's like no brain function. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so if you... So the inverse of this... So I, I think I would agree. I would be the strawberry with human thoughts. Because the inverse of this would be... A, just a corpse that yeah. is alive. Here, here, Connor, have you seen uh, uh, Rick and Morty? Are you talking about Pickle Rick? I Pickle Rick. It. Pickle Rick, but you're a strawberry. Does that mean you get a face? You know, the lines aren't, aren't they're, they're very blurred in this question, okay? Because all I'm saying is, and how do you eat a strawberry? Because so, I'm, I'm thinking of like getting eaten. That is my 100% worst fear is to get eaten to get eaten, and right. how humans eat strawberries they just bite them you bite them you do it all in one bite well that's true they could chop us up or bite us bite us in half that's a lot of so i i feel like my main but here's the other question connor do I strawberries feel do strawberries feel pain oh I existential mean, pain yeah maybe <laughs> maybe because you're Maybe because you have human thoughts you and you realize you're getting eaten, you create pain for yourself through that. Right. That can maybe. Happen. Like maybe if you don't have nerves. Or or would the strawberry like have human anatomy just as a strawberry? 
like you rip open the strawberry and it's bleeding and you see like, like his heart pumping in the middle yeah of it. the lungs like, and uh, 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 uh. still i would be super scared i think my twitter account would just be me like it would be me as a strawberry like being terrified on the different ways that humans would kill me and then like just bringing up a- any single time like a strawberry recipe comes up in the news i'd be like holy hell like what if they bake me into a cake God i do damn not want to like, that... be i do not want to become the strawberry banana smoothie that is not what i'm looking for like a smoothie exactly and then and then it's like oh you could just get straight up chopped up you 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 could get like there's so many different ways people eat strawberries they're nice ridiculous strawberry. i could get you you could get turned into powder and then put into a freaking i think by the time you get turned into scratch and sniffs shirt i think by the time you're turned into powder though you're you're dead you're dead strawberry but could you imagine paul could you imagine <laughs> what being a could you scratch imagine knowing the fact like it's like you're getting taken to the to the scratch and sniff factory and it's like oh man this is how i'm gone It'd be like if you're a sentient chicken and you know that you're going to the slaughter, bro. <laughs> bro. I mean, I guess all ch- chickens are sentient in a way, but also <laughs> not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I don't know. I just don't like the imagination. Of it's a, it's a, it's a tough qu- it's a tough question, but it's I think I I think I would have to I would have to hold on to my human intelligence. I I agree. I think so too. So I because would... like the the wonder of being human is the mind. Yeah, so I would I would take the strawberry form and hope that I can find a way to make it work. Okay. <laughs> I really don't think so. Like you see how strawberries are packaged and they're all like in this like they're in like those yeah, those yeah, plastic yeah, 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 things yeah. that you open up and it has like a lid. It has yeah, a lid yeah. that's still attached to the and it's all see-through and it has holes that go through it. So can you just imagine like someone opening up that lid and then you're like getting run under cold water and then like being shot. We're like, getting we're getting thrown, waterboarded. Rolled down a, across the cutting board, and then you just like literally see all your brothers and sisters just getting chopped into not one, not two, but like forty different or like, you know, eight pieces. Like what the Miles Davis? Holy crap, dude. I still think if you were a sentient strawberry, you would find ways to not get into that situation. How would you manipulate your environment in any way? You would just be on a <laughs> on like a tree. You'd have. It's not like we're scanning them. It's not like we have this metal detector going around and being like. There, beep, I beep, think beep, there would have to oh, be wait, a way. This one, dude. This one just. This one just did some multiplication. Holy shit! <laughs> multiplication. Oh my god! I'm this just... guy just quoted Hamlet. Fuck! We have to save the strawberry. That's what I would hope for. Maybe you just start off. Maybe you're a, a created strawberry in a lab, right? Oh, I like that. I like and that. And so it's Frankenstein, the strawberry. For the for the Frankenstein strawberry, you know, we were made in the lab. We become sentient after some some procedures. Okay, so rather than like having some kind of divinity. Like yeah, rather than being born into tree. it, yeah, just being born into being a smart strawberry, you were created by man. You were created. You're a man-made strawberry. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, that would make sense. That would I, make sense. I think sense. the story holds up. There and we go. The fear, the fear, much less. I would yeah, say. Yeah. Then, then, then the scientist, you were, Then you start having you, the conversations with the scientists about being a sentient yeah. strawberry. I like it. 
playing Sudoku. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing chess. Playing, playing some chess. With uh, A3. I want to move uh, the, the pawn to A3. How would a freaking strawberry communicate? I'm sure they would figure something out. I mean, if they're smart, you have to figure it out. If they're you have to do it. If they're smart enough to create a sentient strawberry, they probably have some way to communicate with it. You know. So in Frankenstein, the the monster, Frankenstein the monster, and you know this because you've actually read the book. The mm. monster is smarter than Frankenstein. That's true. So this strawberry, would it be that the strawberry is smarter than mankind? I I don't know. I don't know. Because you said human sentience. And, like, you know, Frankenstein's monster literally is, like, this mixed up body parts of humans. That is true. Sewn together. It's kind of gross. But it turns out he's smarter than humans. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how that would work. I don't know either, man. I mean, we've really expanded upon this question. I will say It is a good thought experiment. I did like that. I liked that quite a bit. Yeah, that was good. All right. Well, (laughs) thank you for listening, everybody. Hope. Thank you for your time. Hope you have a and great your patience. Week. Your patience. Yeah, 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 yeah. All, all the, all the stuff. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see you next time. Cool. See you. See you. See you. Bye bye.